Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is. Okay, we're recording. You ready? We're recording. Hi, Jonathan. Craig. Hi. We are. We are both in the same city, but we're not in Palm Springs. Craig, where are we? We are in Seattle, Washington. Seattle, lovely Seattle, Washington. Although it's cold today, right now. It's, I know, you know what, I, I went out this morning to, to walk Rudy and, uh, yeah. and, and I, and I, I did not have a, a hoodie on because I hadn't looked outside <laughs> and I immediately turned around and went up. Yeah. To, and to I my went outside this morning to walk Charlie Brown and I did have a hoodie on, but I have also had shorts on and my friends mm. that I'm staying with were like, uh, shorts today. And I was like, <laughs> sure. Shorts are an everyday thing. Right. And I got outside and I was like, oh yeah, no, today should not have been a shorts day. It's not a shorts <laughs> day. It was not a short day today, but yeah. I still did it. I had a hoodie and I had shorts and we went on a walk. It just wasn't as long as we would have gone otherwise. Yeah. So, yeah. But yes, well, we, we're in we, Seattle. We... And I will say, I'm going to, I'm going to comment on the really great idea. I think this was Andrea's idea that we are not doing, but it would have been such a good idea. So, so my reason for being in Seattle right now mm-hmm. is to uh, empty the storage pod that I had from my house here yeah, and, right. and get rid of those things. And so, uh, I was going to spend a lot of the days that I was here at that pod, and and we had this brilliant idea. I think Andrew gets all the credit for doing our podcast actually from the pod. From a pod, been very very cool. But uh, the logistics of that, um, we couldn't get the logistics. It of didn't that. work so out. We're not, we're not yeah. doing that. So, uh, listener or whatever listener we have right now, we <laughs> want you to know that we had a really clever idea for today. But we're just. I know it was going to be great. It was, good. But th- you know, this, this is this is even better because we're 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 coming to you from the comfort of our respective homes uh, yeah. and places we're staying. Um, but yeah. this is this is big. So so you, so you unloaded a pod because you uh, have sold your place and and wow. you are now transitioning full time. Yeah, possibly to Palm Springs. Yeah. Is that right? How does that feel? That is right. Uh, it feels weird. When we started this podcast, we were both. Winters in Palm Springs, summers in Seattle. And I had sold my Seattle house and had the intention of buying a condo in Seattle to continue that winters in Palm Springs and summers in Seattle pattern. And over the past, oh gosh, really just four to five weeks, I've been thinking a lot about that and thinking about about buying a condo in Seattle and splitting my time between between Palm Springs and here um, and, and thinking about what that meant, especially as a single person, to split my time between two cities and to sort of have a, a community of friends in one city and a community of friends in another city and to be sort of moving between them. And, and the more I thought about it and thought about my reasons for wanting to maintain real estate in Seattle, I just couldn't justify it. So I made the decision. It was just a few weeks ago now um, to not buy a condo in Seattle. That may change. Who knows what the future will bring, but for now the decision was to be a full-time Palm Springs resident. And as soon as I made that decision, I then realized that there's no point in spending 350 bucks a month to store all of my belongings in a pod in Seattle. So that that was then this trip up to empty the pod and, and come out. But to yeah. your question, how does it feel? It feels lighter, this decision mm-hmm. to not, you know, I, I don't have this big box full of furniture that's here. I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be coming back up north um as you guys just did yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I feel light in, in a really great way it feels um like the right decision and then of course the flip side of that is that i'm going to be missing 
all the cool things about Seattle in the summer, including my very dear friends who live here. So, so it's mixed. It feels mixed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it does. You know, and that's it because we, we did just do this. So Andrew and I also just yeah. drove up and this is the time of the year that we come up and um, you know, she, her, her work transitions from fully remote to being, to having, you know, it's the season for her. So she has a lot of in-person ah, events. That's that she has right. to be so uh, of course I can be anywhere. So my work sure. is, uh, you know, as a, as a contract dancer, I can, I can go anywhere, but the, <laughs> but the, uh, that's not your listener. Um, uh, <laughs> You're a dancer but, for money. <laughs> it's uh, hey, well, I'm not doing it for free. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, but the trip up, you know, it's, you know, you did it in a couple of days. We took yep. a full week. We left on Monday. We arrived Friday. Um, wow. And and we do this because we, yes, we live in Palm Springs half the year and in Seattle. But Andrew and I spent many years in the Bay Area. And yeah. we met we met there. We married we married in the area. And we have a lot of friends. Like there's a ton of friends we have, we like to visit yeah. with. So. Uh, so, so we, we kind of make a trip up and we, we usually stop in Santa Barbara, one of our favorite towns, nice. um, you know, San Jose, um, maybe Sacramento, but also, uh, the Ashland Medford area is great, uh, yeah. along the way. And it's kind of breaks everything up. Portland, we can't miss Portland. One of my favorite food cities, one of my favorite cities, even though she's, she's on the, yeah. she's on the mend, uh, happy nice. to say, oh, you know, good. there's a, a whole bunch of, uh, of, of, difficulties and challenges that that city has been through yeah. and it's people have been through the past couple of years, but we, we had a great time. Um, and, and they're making some better choices as a, as a, as a state and a city. So, uh, really, really happy to see that, that bounce back. Um, it's great. And then, and then we're here. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you made it. I did my trip in just two days and yeah. I chose, and, and I've made the trip a number of times as you guys have as well. And my typical, path is straight up or down i5 um you know i hit cruise control put a book uh, an audiobook on and kind of zone into the trip that way so that's what i've done typically this time i i uh went a little bit different i swung from palm springs a little bit east and north and took route 395 which is um mm. i feel like those those people who know it love it um and yeah. those who don't just haven't loved it yet so it, it runs along the eastern side of the Sierra Nevada mountain range. And and, and in fact, at one point, it, it 395 itself cuts into Reno, Nevada, and then back into California again. Mm. But it was a gorgeous, gorgeous ride. Uh, ride. I take the motorcycle that way a lot. Gorgeous drive, um, that yeah. route. And so we came through, we, Charlie Brown, my dog, and I came up into the mountains, um, which was beautiful. Uh, found, uh, there's a town called Lone Pine, where I stopped, I remember stopping there once on a motor, motorcycle ride, and there was a, um, a it's like a tasty freeze hamburger and ice cream shop across from a park, and I wanted to stop and get Charlie Brown a chance to get outside. And so this park had a dog park um, where there's no people and no <clears> dogs. So like there's this wow. huge fenced-in dog park uh, off-leash area with with full of grass. So oh um, I threw the ball for Charlie Brown, which he really loved, and got a burger at the Tasty Freeze and kept going. So yeah. I had this small town experience in in all these small yeah. towns coming up the, the the eastern side of the Sierra Nevada Range. Um, that was really really awesome. Um, and, and for and for our listeners, uh, Lone Pine, you may remember this from Back to the Future after he knocked over that first oh. tree from Twin Pines. <gasps> that's right. <laughs> yes, that's where I was. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there is a. I think there is a Twin Pines in the same 
uh, along the same route, but uh, Lone Pine mm. is, the, is the one I was in. I mm. didn't see Marty McFly, but you didn't uh, see. <laughs> I, uh, he might have been there. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was our route, and and the, so the thing we decided we wanted to talk about today was um, yeah. road food, and, I, road and we food. had very different experiences of road food on this trip. Uh, I think in general. Yeah, yeah, we did, and and uh, and it, so you know, and and I'll say this that we don't uh, we don't typically eat. You know, on the road, Andrew and I, we we either cook at home or if we're going to go to a restaurant, we yeah. go to a restaurant. Um, so fast food's not really part of our our everyday right. or even every yeah. month or twice a year. But but yeah. it's but but it is on the road. So and yeah. we 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 got some favorites, some some ones that that we okay. we enjoy. What, so when you so you drove up in two days, you had and you mentioned the tasty yeah. freeze. I've never been. Yeah. So it I don't even know if they're around, and honestly, I may be getting the name wrong, but it is. What it looks like is an old fashioned hamburger stand. So okay. there's a walk up window and I think that you can, there's no indoor dining. Um, and it, so it, it, it's, it's a burger place and yeah. I, and I, they also have ice cream and they, but it's essentially burgers and fries <clears throat> and ice cream, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it almost always seems to be a to go um, experience. And so you order your mm -hmm. burger and fries at the window. And then what I did when I was there on the motorcycle ride a few years ago is ordered at the window and then carried uh, the food across the street to the park where they had some picnic tables oh, um, nice. and sat and sat and ate. And so that was what I did again this time was to get a burger and, and do that. Nice. So, and I love when I, when I visit small towns, this is especially in the motorcycle, but when I visit small towns, I really love to visit non chain restaurants, Yeah, just little diners, you know, little, a little cafe, just something that, you know, somebody just, you know, moved to that town or even grew up in that town. And it's it's like Mel's like, Eats or like Joe's yeah. Tavern or something. Yeah, exactly. like it's named yeah. after the person. And yeah, I like this. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes that's the person who waits on you and you, you know, you ask what's good and, you know, and, and all of that. I really yeah. love all of that more, way more than, um, than a sort of chain restaurant or even fast food experience. Yeah. I'm with you on fast food though. Uh, it, it just, I mean, it doesn't agree with me. It's not good for me. And despite the fact that it's nostalgic, and I like how it tastes for that reason. Yeah. I tend to avoid it. So, yeah, yeah, we we do that too. I'll say the only one that we that we that we go to, and and honestly, we look forward to. And this is such a cliche for West Coasters, but it's In and Out. Wait. So In and Out Burger. Oh yeah, is is really the one. And and I just I just dig how fresh all of it is, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yes, it's a chain, but they're they're I mean they're small. And they're um, and they're they're thoughtful in how they expand, and yeah. they treat their employees really well. Great pay, uh -huh. um, and, uh, and and lots of benefits. So and and I like the burgers. So you know it, it you know I don't do milkshakes uh, because of you know lactose issues, um, but mm. but I'll, I'll I'll have one there. Like we'll split a yeah. Oh, split a shake. nice. Yeah, I am um, a fan of In and Out for that reason. Uh, that said, my usually what I'm doing when I'm driving up, especially if it's if it's very sunny, which and mm -hmm. sometimes that's true, <clears throat> I try to limit the amount of time that I leave the dog in the car without me. Yeah. And so um the couple times I I get to in and out, I've been there at times it's been very busy. So yeah. it's hard to to wait in line for a long time. But because they make their food fresh, um waiting waiting is part of the experience at In and Out, which I really like. Yeah. <clears throat> um I had a great experience on this trip that I will tell you about. So okay. I was, so what I typically do is I, I bring food. I have a cooler that plugs into a cigarette lighter. So basically I have a little tiny fridge that I, wow. that I drive with. Yeah. And so 
I will bring cheese and cheese, so cheese and crackers and some kind of fruit. So grapes very often, which are easy to kind of reach it and grab. You have a, you have um, a road charcuterie board. Is that what you're saying? I have a road charcuterie board. Yes. <laughs> of course you do, Greg. Of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> so I had some, I had a, some chicken salad in there and, and some grapes and some cheese. Um, and, I, and then what I do is I, I'll stop at a rest stop and I can bring Charlie Brown out and he can walk around while I sit um, and have a snack, but that's, it, it doesn't get all of the meals. And so I try to avoid drive throughs but some days you just have to. So yeah. on the, on the drive up, I, you know, was coming into Eugene, Oregon. I had been on the Eastern side of the state and kind of cut across beautiful drive across um, on route 139, which mm-hmm. everyone should drive on. Um, and I came into Eugene and I was just like, all right, I got to get something to eat and there's nothing else around. I'm just going to, I'm going to bite the bullet, figuratively speaking, and literally mm-hmm. perhaps, um, <laughs> and go to McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or whatever yeah. I can find. And what sure. I found that I was delighted by was the Yum Cafe. So it's Yum Y-U-M- Cafe. Y-U-M-M and there's an exclamation point on it. And they're from Eugene, I think. I know they're from Oregon, I think from okay. Eugene. Uh, although I have some other cafes as well. And so there's no drive through but it's... Um, they have these yum bowls. So a yum bowl, the original yum bowl is rice with uh, salsa and black beans and um, cheese and olives and and what they call yum sauce. And the yum sauce is, I actually made it once. Um, you can mm-hmm. find the recipe online, although I think it's a, a, a pirated recipe. Yeah. It's like garbanzo beans and lemon juice and some other things. And it's wonderful. But it's a, a zillion times healthier. You, you can get like chicken added or tofu added. Yeah. Uh, I had chicken. It's a zillion times healthier than anything you're going to get at fast food. And oh, yeah. it's, I don't know, probably the same price. But I, I felt, I just felt uh, so much better to have found that because it was super filling. It's fantastic tasting. Um, and I, and yeah. I felt like I did not sort of have to suffer through a day of gastric distress from my McDonald's choices as a result. You know, that, and, that, and that's it. And we do, so we, um, we are uh we only do we only stop at mcdonald's for one thing and it's not the food it's the clean bathrooms uh and oh, that's, that's a good thing and, and we do yeah. that and then and then we may or may not get like maybe a soda but probably and that's usually a yeah. guilt purchase like i well, I use sure. your bathroom i should buy something so yes, I, um, I feel that. you know we, we do those things uh but but otherwise yeah we we really like to stick to the smaller places as well um yeah. with the exception of uh, of uh of you know before mentioned in and out, we go to, yes. we try to do actual restaurants. And so we hit a couple of really fun places. Some of our all, all pretty new for us, except, except for one in Santa Barbara, we, uh, we, we typically go to this seafood restaurant called Brophy's and it's, uh, it's been around a long time. It's right on the water in the Marina. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and it's just, you just can't beat it. It's just got great. It's reasonably priced, great, great seafood. Um, and it's, nice. and it's, a, it's a staple of Santa Barbara. And then we also get at least one breakfast at formerly named Sambo's. It's now called Chad's. Oh, and, okay. um, and, and they, they, you know, they, they finally renamed it. It was the first, nice. uh, it was the Santa Barbara was the site of the first Sambo's and then it kind of spread oh, from there. I remember Sambo's. Yeah. And it was named for the two, two, two founders, Sam and uh and and the other own, uh, uh founder um his last name started with a bow bo so mm-hmm. they they made sambos um yeah anyway it it uh it same great food same great service totally different name nice. so yeah nice and it's just it was so that's kind of our santa barbara 
hit list, right? Yeah. We, we hit a couple of places. We went to some others. We went to this, this new, cause we were there for two days. We went to this restaurant and it, and having just come back from our trip in Portugal, Spain, we are still on a paella kick and Spanish tapas. We just can't get off it. We just yes. can't stop. Never going to stop. Yeah. So Don't stop. they have, they have this in, 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 I'm trying to remember the name of it and I'll post it in. If I do remember the name in, uh, in the notes section of this, uh, when, oh, when yeah. we find it, but it's, it's this great Spanish tapas place in, in Santa Barbara. And we had, we didn't. We did not have the paella because it was enormous, and just the two of us. But we had yeah. almost the entire appetizer tapas menu, and nice. oh my gosh, it was fantastic. Just that sounds yeah. awesome. It was good. You know, talking about road food, and what what I love, and we've talked about this before. What I love is that that you guys and I have made this trip several times, and we and and yeah. it always seems to me that we have a very different experience because you guys stop and see great restaurants, and I'm usually just trying to get it done and get it out of the way. Um, and so I love compare, comparing, you know, I'm, I'm eating grapes out of the cooler in the seat next to me and, you know, and you guys are having breakfast um, yeah. at a restaurant that's awesome, which um, I need to try. But the thing that I want to talk about now related mm. to road food is cinnamon rolls, cinnamon rolls, which doesn't seem like what you would talk about when you talk about road food. But bear with me for. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. So I will start by saying I love cinnamon rolls. I have baked them many, many times. I I love them. If I can find them with raisins, that's even better. Very often can't, so I end up making them with raisins because I think raisins are good in everything. We'll yes. do a whole other podcast perhaps on raisins because there are some haters out there. Oh, but I know. I, so on this trip, um, very often I'll find a coffee shop and get a cup of coffee and then some, you know, a scone or a muffin or a cinnamon roll. And I went into a coffee shop and they had cinnamon rolls that I kid you not were 10 inches in diameter. And the reason I know it was 10 inches wow. in diameter is that they were in a, a plastic to-go container that yeah. was 10 inches. I looked okay. at the bottom of it, 10 inches. So this is a ridiculously yeah. sized cinnamon roll. It's and so, big. yeah, it was crazy. And I looked at it and I was like, uh, is, is, that, is that a cinnamon roll? And, yeah. and two young women behind the counter, yes, big smiles. Obviously, they could ask this question. Yeah. Yes, it is. And how much is it? And now what would you expect to spend for a 10 inch wide cinnamon roll, a dinner plate size cinnamon roll. A dinner plate size cinnamon roll? Four inches high. Oh my God. 10, 10 by frosting. four. And oh my gosh. Um, there's so many things I want to say right now. I know. Um, I would just say 20 bucks. I 10 bucks. I don't know. $6.99. dollars $6.99 in this economy. So those doors open. I did the thing that you know that I did, which is I purchased said cinnamon roll. And they asked me when I, so I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, is this for real? They say, yes, it's real. It's $6.99. I think that's a really great price. They say, we think so too. I say, I think I need to have one. And they say, we think you need to have one as well. And I take that's one right. and I pick it up and it's beautiful. Yeah. And they, and they ask, do you want the frosting? To which my answer was, what do you think? Of yes. course, of course, yes. How could I live without the frosting? So they they offered me the chance to heat up the cinnamon roll and then frost it so the frosting would all melt in. And I was like, no, I, I'm in the car. That's going to be a really awful mess. Just give me the frosting. So they gave me a little tub, a side yeah. tub of frosting. Yeah. So I got to the car and I have a bite. Now I will tell you, I was a little disappointed in the cinnamon, in the cinnamon roll. Oh. And so this is where my cinnamon roll appreciation will come from. Um, I like a very tender cinnamon roll where mm -hmm. you sort of pull it and and it's flaky not biscuit flaky but you know you sort of see the the, the gluten yeah. 
strands as you kind of pull it apart. It's very soft, very an enriched dough. Yeah. And cinnamon roll dough very often is, you know, it's got milk or butter in it. So it's kind of enriched and yeah. softer. This was tough. This was either day, a, a day old at the time that I got mm. it or it had just been cooked too long. But it was, it was a little bit tough. The taste was great. Wonderful cinnamon taste, but had a little toughness to it. Um, the frosting was magical. I ended up eating probably ha- more than half of the frosting just by sticking <laughs> my finger in the tub as I drove. Right. Yeah. Sure. Probably dangerous as I think back on it. Yeah. But the cinnamon roll was big enough that I ate it over the period of an entire day. Yeah. I I did not even finish it. It was so big. Oh my gosh. Um, but that was only one of three cinnamon rolls that I had on this trip. And so I had another cinnamon roll the next morning early sure. at a coffee shop that was the one, the kind of thing I'm describing. Um, that was very tender. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, my, one of my favorite breakfast places in the world and and uh, in Seattle definitely is called the Wild Mountain Cafe. And I know that they mm-hmm. use um, potato in their cinnamon roll dough and it gives it kind of a a tender chew to it. Potato flour? Expect. Uh, I don't think, it, not potato flour, actual like uh, mashed potatoes that are mixed in with the dough. And it just adds some tenderness to the dough. Yeah, potato bread is a thing. So anyway, so I I had three different cinnamon rolls on a two-day trip from Palm Springs to (laughs) Seattle, um, including the little tub of frosting. uh, And it was kind of, they were all pretty awesome. Yeah. In their own special way. And and now that you're living with diabetes. um, (laughs) Yes. How is this changing your life? Yes. Yeah. Listen to me. I'm all like, I avoided McDonald's and went to the Yum Cafe and had like rice and beans and salsa. And look how yeah. healthy I am. And I had three cinnamon rolls <laughs> in two days. And one of them was as big as my head. Was as big as your head. Yeah. The 10 <laughs> yes. Um, I, I just, uh, I, I just imagine just, are you, you know, Charlie Brown's, I, he's up there in the cab with you. Yes. Yeah. So any, any problems keeping him away from the cinnamon roll? No, he is strangely uninterested in people food that he can reach on his own. So oh. Even like food on a coffee table, like if I've got a snack sitting on a coffee table and I get up and walk away, every other dog that's ever been in my life, if you step away from something that's within easy reach, it's gone. Yeah. And he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't, if I hand him a bit, he's very happy to take it from me, but um, he's uninterested in grabbing things off the table. I probably shouldn't even say that out loud. He's probably listening to me now thinking, what? That was an option? I didn't Wait, even know. What? Other dogs exactly. do what? <laughs> When you leave that food around, I can have it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, you know, uh, our dog really does not also, he's very shy about taking any food. Um, and, but I remember years ago when he was still younger and, and Bjorn was, was in high school or yeah, early in high school and we were setting up for dinner and we were, we, we were watching a movie. So we were kind of set up on TV trays around this movie and we were kind of, it wasn't at the dinner table kind of night. And the, the tray was lower and Bjorn had poured himself a glass of milk and then stepped away to into the kitchen, which is still viewable from, from where we were. Sure. And he turns around to see Rudy leaving his milk glass, having taken a taste just to try. <laughs> and Bjorn's like, what? Because we've been doing this now. Like once a week, we'd sit there and watch a movie at the... And uh, and he's like, how many how many years has this dog been tasting my milk? <laughs> But he didn't touch. I, I mean, that. there was a plate of chicken. He didn't even. He could care less. He's like, "Oh, that's nice milk. Let's try this." So that's really funny. <laughs> I know that was. That'd be oh, dogs yeah, are for great. years. Yeah. You're probably swapping that's, DNA. That's road food for, for them. That's their. That's their drive. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's it's borrowed food. It's a little uh, but Yeah, I would say most of the road food for me 
um, because I know that I want to avoid fast food, I don't yeah. always avoid it, but mm -hmm. um, I try to. Um, and so for that reason, like when I head north here in a couple of days, uh, south in a couple of days, I'll get, you know, cheddar cheese and crackers and grapes and my little charcuterie cooler yeah. Yeah. Um, to be on the counter on the, the seat next to me. And that'll keep me through much of the day. And then I'll do, you know, some sort of drive through, I'm sure. Although I don't know, in and out and yum cafe, if I can find in and out and yum cafe on my way back, I think that'll, I'll feel fine about those choices. Well, in and out has, has made its way into Southern Oregon. So they're that close. Oh, good. Um, okay. And, uh, but yum cafe, I'm not sure, but I certainly want to try it now. That sounds great. It's a good one. What is yeah. your snack of, what is your go-to snack while you're driving? Well, I, I, you know, Greg, after hearing all the stuff that you that you set up, I want to say something healthy, but it's not. Don't, because I'm it's, not gonna. It's not. It's not healthy. What we, you know, we typically get like a bag of uh, pre popped popcorn, we like the white cheddar, smart. Yes, smart like food. Um, yeah, we'll get those, and then, uh, you know, we we typically don't drink sodas. We drink a lot of, like just a lot of water. We we'll get yeah. waters and stuff, um, but not a lot of grapes and stuff. And I just like that idea because, but you know, we're packed up. You know, pretty. You know, we're we're in the in the Ford Flex, and so when when we're right. going, it's it's kind of packed to the gills with dog and and yeah. uh, and you know bags of Andrew's shoes and all whatever we're taking. Yeah. So, um, you know, but but we could we could do we could do we could we do better because it's I really like this idea yeah. where we could plug in a a cooler into an outlet yeah. and have that available. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, so it's just like popcorn and stuff. That's our you know, and yeah. because and and we don't do a ton of snacking. You know, right. it's just we, we'd rather like, I think, save it for the meals. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's nice. So, so we, we do that. Uh, we did stop the last time that we did at McDonald's on the road. I think we learned our lesson because mm. we, uh, you know, it was it was late. We think we're tired. Yeah. And McDonald's was there. Oh, and, we went to the bathroom, and Andrew's like, let's just, you know what? I guess let's just do it. We don't want it. We don't love it. Let's just do it. So we right. got we did it. We did the drive through. And she likes uh, with her French fries. She likes ketchup. I'm a naturalist. I just go with French fries plain. Um, and then she goes to open up the ketchup packet and um, it must've been under pressure or something. It literally explodes in her face. It goes Aww. right up into her hair. It hit, it, it paints the ceiling of the car with You've ketchup. Got to be kidding. And, she's, and we're on the road and she's like, and she just looks at me. It looks like a crime scene <laughs> on her face. I'm like, God. ah, <laughs> what happened? Uh, and that's the last time that we went to McDonald's because uh, the the you know the universe said you you're not gonna yes you, you know, only want to do the, that one you're the wrong yeah. person for this food so yes exactly well I'll tell you the the plug-in cooler I can recommend the plug-in cooler very highly because yeah. um, first of all it, you don't worry about about ice you know I have a people a couple of frozen things at the bottom mm -hmm. of it but you don't have to worry about ice and so um, so some grapes some cheese and then crackers don't have to go in there but because I stop so often with the dog, um, yeah. you know, every, every two or three hours I stop at a rest area. And so there's always picnic tables. And so I can sit and have a snack, but um, now that all sounds very healthy in between that. However, like if I stop to get gas and have to go in, cause you always have to go in yeah, yeah. Um, peanut M&Ms. Oh my. Definitely on my list. Yeah. If I'm feeling really fancy almond M&Ms. Okay. Big, big fan. Smart yeah. food, definitely. Um, yeah. And the bag just kind of tucks down on the right next to the gear shift. Yeah. So I can sort of reach it and sort of do that thing that you do yeah. eating oh, yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Um, none of it's good for me. Uh, yeah. But that those kind of road snacks, I feel, are, are they're kind of 
I don't know, it, it's part of the road trip experience Yeah, is, you know, stopping at the first convenience store and then just kind of cruising the aisles for some salty and some sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big soda pop person either, but sometimes I'll get a soda pop, um, a Dr. Pepper or uh, like a Diet Coke, if, you know, or something like that or yeah. something, um, yeah, yeah, something to kind of get me through. So, yeah, yeah right which on. I like. Yeah, we like the um, we we like you know we if we do if we do anything it's probably like we're gonna do a soda we'll do one at the like when we do the in and out like we'll, we'll get like a coke yeah yeah um uh yeah what's your not favorite do you have a favorite like uh that makes me think about like um like non major brand soda pops so when I lived in mm. North Carolina I was a big fan of Cheerwine which you don't see very often anymore um, I'm it. a big root beer fan Barks yeah. is good Dad's root yep. beer is good. Um, what's your favorite sort of non-major brand soda pop? Um, I, boy, I'm going to say sarsaparilla. Um, Ooh, if I can find nice. sarsaparilla. Um, I used to be, you know, I, I, I am a, a big root beer fan. I like root beers as well. Um, and, uh, and, and I, and I know it's, it's not, it, it is a big brand. Um, but I used to like Sunkist. the, oh yeah. Yeah. So the orange soda, the orange soda. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of like a Fanta, Definitely but a with a different name. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I used to like those a lot. Sure. Nice. Yeah. See, now I um, that. One thing I want to say, I know, I know we're, we're, we're getting to time here is, and, and yeah. if I, I just want to plug it because it, it's a small, um, it's, a, it, it's not a chain. Uh, there's yeah. a restaurant in that we had our, our last breakfast at in Portland called Grits and Gravy. This was a recommendation from a friend of ours, Maddie. Nice. Um, who you would love. Maddie is is exceptional. He's he's in theater. Uh he's in, he's love it. uber talented. He's he's a great guy. Nice. And uh and he and he's in Portland uh, for right now, but he's thinking about Palm Springs. We'll see. Um anyway, cool so kids. Grits and gravy, uh go there, eat everything. It's it's phenomenal, and it, and and Can't really wait. the name just lets you know what they have. So they have yeah. incredible oh, nice. homemade biscuits. They have four different types of gravies. They have a gravy they called uh, red eye, which I'd never yeah. had before. Have you had this? It's a southern I, thing. I think I it, have. It yes. is a southern thing. That's right. Mm -hmm. And and he said it's it, it was it was an, invented by um, some uh, guys who were cooks in the navy who were trying to make something and they didn't have the resources to make a traditional gravy. So it's got like coffee grounds in it and a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, I gotta try this, right? This <laughs> yeah. And so, and so they brought it out. We had, we kind of had like a flight of gravies. It was an incredible <laughs> oh place. And they have, <laughs> you know, flight you of gravy? That sounds and a flight of gravies. And they had uh, an entire section, Greg, that was just chicken fried and then different types of Enter whatever meat you can think of. So chicken fried steak, chicken fried chicken, chicken fried pork chop, chicken fried, and it just went through. Wow. I got the chicken fried pork chop. Highly recommend. Goes with wow. everything. Um, and and the but make sure you take your appetite because all yes. of their egg dishes have at least three. Three is the nice. minimum count. So okay, nice Gr grits and gravy, grits and gravy, Portland, Oregon. It is Portland, on the list because I'm about to head down to Palm Springs from Seattle. That's and right. I will be leaving Vancouver, Washington, which is just north of Portland, uh, first yeah. thing in the morning on Saturday. So Christian Gravy may be on my list. Gravy. It's delicious. And you can sit outside with your dog. That's a, that's definitely a bonus. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I think we are coming are we in time again, Jonathan. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, enjoy. You you have your trip coming up. We are going to be up here uh, in Seattle. So next, next time we record, we will be on opposite ends almost of the coast. We will. Yeah. We will. 
And uh, I'll continue to tell you about what the weather is like over the summer in Palm Springs. <laughs> as you so melt. You can, you can live vicariously through me. As that I know. I know. I know. As you, as you tan and, and get all. Yes. Spend time in the pool. Crispy. Sure. All right, my okay. friend. And all right, listeners. Thanks again yeah. uh, for hanging Another out with one. us for about a half hour. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, and if you have favorite road snacks or places you like yeah. to stop. Uh, West Coast, East Coast, Middle Coast, No Coast, Some Coast, Sun Coast, Any Coast. Um, let us know. Uh, let us know what that is. And and uh, we, we'll have our, uh, again, we'll attach our email to this episode uh, when As it's uh, downloaded. And we look forward to hearing from you. Yes, indeed. Okay, great. Thanks, right. listeners. Bye, Bye, everyone. You've been listening to Tasty Gents, a geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast. Okay, cue jingle. Q jingle. There it is.